it's just so much easier to ask the people who already like trust you for business yeah. and just stay top of mind and just stay thinking about them and putting yourself in front of them than it is to <clears throat> kind of like go out into the world wide web and capture a lead. Welcome to the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast, where we explore the ins and outs of the local real estate market. Join us as we chat with industry experts, uncovering tips, trends, and strategies to help you navigate Maryland's real estate landscape. Get ready to elevate your real estate game. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Maryland Real Estate Influencers. Today, we have a very special guest for you. I am super duper excited because those of you that know me know how much I love marketing. Um, and that has got me where I am in this business today. And today we have Emily Butzner. Um, and Emily, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. So could you tell our listeners here a little bit about you and the, uh, I don't want to say digital marketing because I don't want to limit you. Um, so why don't you tell the, uh, the listeners about the what kind of business you have? Sure. So I have quite an eclectic background everywhere from video production to journalism, English, graphic design. Um, I spent the last seven or eight years in mortgage marketing, um, which has actually, I guess that's why the reason why I'm on your podcast today, because I've developed a lot of um, clients in the real estate industry. And I recently just went out on my own and started my own freelance marketing company. Um, so yeah, I do anything from digital marketing to in-person marketing to social media, um, designing invitations. I really have no limit, um, especially as I'm starting out. I want to open my avenues up to whatever people are needing um, and kind of find, you know, what I like doing best. So right now I'm an open book um, and I'm excited to just be starting my own business venture and see where it takes me. I am so excited. So um, for those of you that do know me, you know that I was with Primary Residential for about eight to 10 years, some years ago. And um, my coworker, Alex, now that I work with at Churchill Mortgage said, I asked if he knew a digital marketer and he said, Emily Butzner, she worked at Primary too. You worked after I left though. I'm so, so glad that we had an opportunity to meet up. And I just, I reached out to Emily and I said, I need a newsletter. Um, it has all the content on it, but it's ugly. Could you make it pretty? Because um, I'm a content girl, but I'm not a make it pretty girl. And Emily came in and just like, ding, 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 and knocked it out. And it looked gorgeous. And so that's how I began um, my relationship with Emily is actually uh, seeing the product in which she produced for me in no time flat. Um, and I have a real, I have a newsletter that goes out on the first of the month, I'm sorry, the 15th of the month to all the realtors that tells them about marketing and gives them some ideas on how to market uh, that month. Uh, so it gives some little things that are going on in the industry, as well as uh, life hacks, as well as uh, information on, uh, you know, if there's, you know, pumpkin spice day, that's new, uh, that is October 1st, or if Today it is, is National Coffee Day. <laughs> National Coffee Day. Yeah, that's right. So uh, little things like that, that the agents can use to then market to their clients with. Uh, so that was the goal in my in this marketing newsletter that um, I created with Emily's help to uh, beautify it. 
um, <laughs> to get out to realtors because I find that some people don't know what to do. So I send them something once a month. And I think I might change that date from the 15th of the month to the first of the month, uh, just so that they would have more time within the month to get to use it. Um, and to utilize a lot of that. And I've had agents that are reaching out to me. They're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I just needed a little motivation or a little help and I didn't know where to go. And I think anything about me is about, that's what I'm looking to do is help people out when it comes to marketing and just give them a little bit of an edge. And I so appreciate that about you, Emily. And how you did my new newsletter. I know I sent you all the specs for the new newsletter and said, oh, by the way, can we get it into one page instead of two? <laughs> I, you know, this is not what I do, but you know, you will be the professional and tell me, okay, Jen, we may have to cut it down. We may have to do this. We may have to do that. And then, uh, so I love that. Thank you. I love, I love depending on um, people that are experts in their field. Uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about the other, uh, have you created campaigns for realtors? I have. Um, so most of it started obviously when I was in my, um, the mortgage industry. Um, so we do a lot of, well, for one, we kind of sit down at the beginning of every year and kind of figure out like, you know, what a realtor's likes and dislikes are, what they like in terms of marketing, what their style is. And as I start my own business, I'm doing the same thing. I'm you know, trying, we're doing a lot of rebranding. So we're trying to figure out like what represents a realtor because some people love the bold and the bright and the fun. And then other people love the corporate look, or, you know, I work with a great team of women right now who love like the dainty feminine look. So that's kind of where it all starts is finding out somebody's style. And then we move into, you know, what they're, you know, what they like to do. Like some people prefer, the Popeyes and the in-person marketing that you talked about. Um, other people prefer all digital. So it really, when you're running a campaign, it just depends on one budget. Um, and some people have a big budget for marketing. Um, <clears throat> you know, a lot of, I suggest to a lot of people to not worry so much about the campaigning out there to the people, you know, in the internet and, you know, the, the random people online that you don't necessarily know. And I always recommend putting a larger majority of your marketing budget into the people in your life. Um, so we do a lot of work with staying top of mind, but when it comes to campaigns, I would say most of them are digital and, you know, it lives mostly in the ad spaces with, you know, the Instagram ads, the TikTok ads, Facebook, obviously, and ads come more into play when you're hosting an event or you're trying to get people signed up for something. Um, but yeah, so I do a lot of that, but most of my marketing is not campaigning as much as it is like staying top of mind with people's clients and family and friends and marketing in that way. Okay. And um, what have you, for, I have two, two, two different questions based on what you just said. One question that I have is, do you know the statistics for realtors when it comes to marketing to on social media? their past clients uh, and or their sphere um, and, and to, to know the specifics of where the leads are coming from for them. And so that would help them focus on where to put the money. Yeah. So any realtor you talk to, a majority of them are going to say that they're a referral source based business, which does mean a majority of the business they do is coming from being referred by their friends and family. Now, I don't have an exact number for you there, but if I had to guess, I would say that's about 80% of where people's business comes from. Um, mm. 
So right now I'm more of a freelance marketer, so I'm not as super tapped into the analytics on most people's numbers. Um, but I will say it's just so much easier to ask the people who already like trust you for business yeah. and just stay top of mind and just stay thinking about them and putting yourself in front of them than it is to <clears throat> kind of like go out into the world wide web and capture a lead. Now I will say, you know, right now we're seeing mostly the millennials buying homes and millennials are like the first generation that are fully online. So I do think social media and all of that presence is very important because, you know, I'm a millennial and anytime, you know, I'm looking to make a big purchase. I mean, I go online to research shampoos. So, you know, somebody is going online to research like a realtor or a house. So it's important that you have that presence online because you want to have that well-rounded profile that connects you to your reviews, you know, your Facebook, your social media, and then it all just makes you well-rounded to like kind of build your really professional reputation. I love that, that it, you're absolutely right. You've hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. the agents that have come to you, uh, specifically, if you could think of one, uh, what are the trends in today's marketplace that are helping agents at this time? In terms of marketing or like what's going on with actual real estate? Oh, marketing specifically. Yeah. So I think right now, obviously I'm not an expert on mortgages or real estate, but I will say like, obviously the market is a little bit more complicated right now. It's a little bit slower. So when that happens, agents are going double time on the marketing because the marketing now is what's going to bring them business in three to six months. Yes. So <clears throat> obviously we're going into a really great time of the year because you have all the holidays coming, which right off the bat is perfect for mailers, pop buys, um, client events, all of that stuff. It gives you so much more content for social media because you're at pumpkin patches, you're, you know, doing all sorts of things like that, that are just an easy social media post. So it's a really great time of year to put yourself out there. Um, and it doesn't even have to be a major effort. It can just be, you know, dropping by a, you know, a Thanksgiving pie or something like that. So right now I just see everyone kind of their wheels are spinning. Like, what can we do for the last three months of the year? And there's just so many ideas out there that I love helping people come up with. Oh, I love that. Now, are you doing any, um, or is anybody speaking of doing, um, I'd like to do like really engaging things on social media. So when I, uh, like one of the things I like to do is, uh, a picture of your front porch or your front door and how you have the front of your house decorated for the for a season, whatever holiday it is right now. We have Halloween coming up. So I like to take that. And then if everybody sends in a photo or post a po photo on social media, and then we take the best photo and then that person wins and they win something, I don't know, a, you know, $50 gift card uh, to Amazon or something like that. Um, are you seeing that people are doing things like that where they're engaging with their clients? tell on social media or are they going in a different direction? No, I think contests are so important. So, you know, I really recommend doing one quarterly because you can kind of pick a different theme every time you do it or a different goal for yourself. So if your goal is to get more people to your Facebook page to push like or Instagram page or YouTube, what have you. 
that's a great goal. So we do that goal for the fall. Um, we throw a contest up and say, oh, today's National Coffee Day. What's the best local coffee shop? And all people have to do is drop or tag a business below. That simple comment enters them into, you know, the raffle to win this $50, you know, Starbucks gift card, whatever. Um, so those are really cool ways. People love free stuff, especially the world is so expensive right now. Like a $50 coffee gift card is, you know, two weeks of coffee or I guess I don't drink coffee, so I'm not sure, but, um, just something like that. And then if you're doing that four times a year, that's a $200 budget, which most realtors do find very feasible to put into their year. Um, and then even with that, when you're collecting all the names for the raffle, you can go live or you can make a video and kind of spin the wheel. Like it's just another option for another social media post. So those things work really well. Um, but actually one of the groups that are a client of mine right now, they do something that kind of like has really impressed me. If your goal isn't to get people liking your Facebook page, they have built an internal Facebook group for all of their past clients and family and friends. Uh -huh. So they post into this group, just this group. So random people outside of it can't see it, but this is creating so much more engagement because everyone in the group knows you. And it's just a really good way to just go there and remind them like, oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Here's a contest. It's so much more rewarding to play these games and these contests with people that, you know, have sent you business because when someone who's already sent you business wins, they're more likely to refer you more business. So Absolutely. That's pretty cool. It's something I've honestly never put too much thought in, but after like helping these women with their social media and realizing like it's a really, really great tool that people can use moving forward. It almost is like building like a VIP group. So people automatically feel like they're special and they're like the top tier of your priority. Um, and then they have access to all these great contests and prizes and Popeyes and stop buys and all that stuff. So I think moving forward, that's a really good way for realtors to start thinking of their business. Oh, I love that. Thank you for that. Uh, my my next question was going to be if you went, I'm assuming that you probably are meeting with a lot of realtors now since we're um, just about in uh, Q4 of the 2023 and agents in Q4 uh, historically, uh, all business people are start planning their next year, uh, planning what they're going to do, when they're going to do it and how much they're going to need to spend in order to do it. So I'm assuming this is going to be a very busy time for you meeting with them and creating this uh catalog of what to do for them for next year. Yes, absolutely. So this is the time when you start planning ahead. You kind of always want to be at least three months ahead. Otherwise, time passes so fast and then you end up not doing what you plan to do. So yeah, I definitely, um, you know, obviously my previous mortgage experience, I was so much more involved in like the marketing plan and the process of everything. And right now, you know, I'm definitely playing that role with some realtors, but most Realtors will just come to me for packages and we build these packages where, you know, I'm doing their social media or I'm doing flyers or I'm doing Popeyes, you know, whatever they need that month. Um, but yes. So when you think of your marketing plan for the year, you definitely do want to, you know, choose the three categories or however many categories are important to you. Some people, they don't love a Popeye, so they'll do a postcard. Some people are really focused on the, the um, client appreciation events, so they'll build those into their plan. So you want to pick the things that, one, you enjoy the most, 
two, you feel the most return on. So, you know, if an agent loves doing a client appreciation event and they feel like after that event, they're more likely to get leads or referrals, you know, that's something that you want to prioritize in your business plan. So, you know, these business plans can look so different. I, you know, in the past, we would have realtors who just do 10 Popeyes a month and that's all they do for the year, but that worked for them. So budget is so important when you're building your plan. Um, and then you also just want to do something that feels attainable for you. You know, you don't want to say I'm going to deliver 150 Popeyes every month because that becomes really unrealistic. Mm -hmm. So definitely depends on the realtor and their time and their budget, but there's just so many avenues that you can take in terms of marketing. And I'm happy to discuss with anyone. So <clears throat> this, this podcast was created uh, to highlight the top 5% of realtors in the state of Maryland um, and to show the realtors that I had heard of and the loan officers that I heard of that were getting out of the business that it is, uh, it's, it is attainable if they do something every single day to cultivate new business for today, tomorrow, and next month. And so if I'm uh, a realtor and I um, do not have a lot of business coming in, and I would like to um, create a plan for, uh, in order to get my name out there. And let's say I have $1,000 for the year mm -hmm. to do something. Uh, what are some of the things that you would suggest to me with $1,000 over 12 months that could be done? So I would put, if it's $1,000, I would probably put all of that money towards the people in your life. So Popeye's, you know, they're $2 a piece. That's a great way to start. I think that um, you would be so surprised how many people in social media, and we'll get back to this, but social media is a free tool that is very underutilized sometimes. So the simplest thing, like, you know, I don't know if anyone's heard of Canva, but Canva is free because free account, you can pop in Canva. You can make a quick like, hey, I'm a realtor social media post. Don't forget, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Post it on social media. And one, you're probably going to get a ton of people commenting or liking it that didn't even know you were a realtor. So you want to keep in mind, you know, there are people every day who know an old college roommate, a cousin, a brother who is thinking about buying. So you could just hit these people's newsfeed at the perfect time when they're thinking like, oh, my brother's about to buy. Like I for didn't even know my friend was a realtor. So social media is definitely a tool that we want to make sure we're using because you never know when you're going to hit somebody's newsfeed at the right time. Um, wow. In terms of social media, also Facebook messenger, Instagram messenger, those are all great ways to keep in contact with people. Um, you might not have their phone number or their address or email, but you have them on Facebook. So the worst thing that can happen is they just won't answer you. But we were talking about contests before, you know, you can email someone and say you'd love to, you know, hear back from them. You're collecting contact information. You want to enter everyone into like a raffle for, you know, Christmas or New Year's or something. And the worst thing they're going to do is not respond to you. But the best right. thing they can do is give you their contact information. And right now I'm telling a lot of agents, like also the even better is you can say, you know, you'll receive an entry into my raffle today if you send me your contact information. But if you send me a referral or the number of someone who's looking to buy or sell, I'll enter you 50 times. So Ooh, nice. like kind of like, you know, you're bribing them a little bit. And, you know, if your gift is good enough, 
they're going to give you a number and email of somebody who they think is looking to buy. Um, but in terms of that thousand dollar budget, <clears throat> you know, you can do, there are so many things that aren't free, but go a long way. So birthday cards, you know, we live in this world where everybody gets 600 birthday emails, but someone's going to remember the agent who sent them a physical birthday card. So mm-hmm. you, know, you can go on Amazon and buy a hundred birthday cards for like $20, put it in the mail. It's the cost of a stamp. So at a dollar a piece, you can send out a thousand birthday cards every year. Um, holiday cards, you know, it doesn't have to be this really expensive card that you get printed. It can just pop by the dollar store and buy 50 cards. You know, they come in packs of 10, spend 10 bucks on them, send them out for the holidays. It's just those little things, like the thoughtful things that go a long way. Um, And, you know, especially if you're just beginning, like you're going to have to rely on things like phone calls and like touching people, um, their new, their um, social media pages and stuff like that. So you have to think of all the free tools that are going to go a long way. But like you said, like you have to put in the work. So, you know, if you make five phone calls today, like you said, that will benefit you in a few months from now, but you should be doing something every day, whether it's free or whether it's spending money, that's going to help you in the long run. So while a thousand dollars might not sound like a lot for the year, you know, that can go a long way. I love that. I love that because you're just breaking it down for for everybody um, to make it as easy as possible. And that was the whole point of this podcast Mm -hmm. is to show people how we can get in there. And uh, even when we're not talking about using a lot of money over the, over uh, a year span that they could make an impact and make a difference. Uh, Thank you so very much, Emily, for uh, being on here today and, and dropping some wisdom down here. And uh, if people want to get a hold of you and find out if they could have a meeting with you to plan out their 2024 year, or if they're trying to scramble and finish up 2023 and they get want to get, I don't know, they have client appreciation parties. It's, it's you know, it's the season of, uh, of you know, of pies <laughs> given away and things like that. Um, I'm wondering how can people get a hold of you to find out about scheduling time with you and what you, what packages you have for them? Sure. So I am totally reachable by email or phone number. Um, I guess my email is emilybutzner at gmail.com. Easy enough. But um, yes, you're we're more than like more than willing to take any call or client on. You're more than welcome to share my contact information. That is perfect. Thank you so much. So thank you. Absolutely. So thank you, everybody, for uh, listening today. And if you have a need uh, for uh, not just digital marketing, as Emily said, uh, but what are, whether you're looking to plan parties, uh, client appreciation parties, if we're needing draw uh, Popeyes, if you are uh, needing flyers, I use her for newsletters. Um, so whatever your need is uh, in the marketing realm, please reach out to Emily and see how she can be of assistance to you in building your business and helping you out. She is extremely affordable and 
very quick response time, which we all know in this business that we need. So thank you all for listening. Um, please reach out to Emily. And I'm going to always ask you two things. One, share this uh, podcast with two colleagues that will benefit from listening to it. And please leave a review on whichever platform you're listening to us on so that we get as many people in the state of Maryland to know that our podcast exists to help them grow their business. Thank you all for tuning in today and have a great afternoon. Thank you for joining the Maryland Real Estate Influencers Podcast. We'd like to ask you two favors. Number one, forward this podcast to three of your favorite realtor friends. They'll thank you for it and I'll thank you for it too. Number two, we'd love reviews. It helps get the word out. 